Welcome, masters and mistresses of adventure. Come with me on a journey to unlock the mysteries of the multiverse. I am Michael Herzer, and this is Dungeon Master's Guide to the Multiverse. Well, good morning, podcast listeners. I'd like to uh, start off by saying that this morning I am feeling good. I feel like this is where the show is really going to start gaining momentum. At this point, I've uh, found out a pretty good system for how to get episodes out, and I think we're going to be uh, seeing a lot of production from me. Now, today I think I want to talk about what's making D&D so popular again. I've been noticing D&D coming up literally everywhere, and I know that if you're looking for a yellow car, you'll find a yellow car, but it's just coming from places that I have not seen it come from before. Let's talk about what I think is one of their biggest moves. They're going global. I don't know if you guys have heard about this, but D&D has recently started producing books in French, and I believe that's not their first book written in another language. I could double-check that, though, real quick. But of course, there's going to be a lot of great things that come along with the uh, growth and community that will come with expanding into other regions of the world. And, and um, I have it pulled up here, and it says that they're actually going to be doing a French translation, German translation, Italian translation, Japanese, Spanish, Polish, and Portuguese with more to follow. And so I think that's right there is going to exponentially grow our player base. The more our player base grows, of course, you guys know, the more that the more stuff that the community pumps out. In the community itself, man, they pump out some really good stuff. I've already said it in, in prior episodes, but the community puts out a lot of great stuff on just about any theme you can think of. If you want to find Western D&D, if you want to find just about anything, really. I mean, Star Wars D&D, or if you want to find like certain items to put in your game from different shows or movies or different book references or wherever, you know, the community has more than likely already put that into effect and based off of the rule system it'd be very easy to create it for the most part whatever you want into your own campaigns really um that's kind of the great freedom that D allows but um yeah just the community growth is going to be such a big deal for that i think and and that's going to be just great to see with all the uh the new books coming out in the different languages so so along with going global we find that fifth edition itself has really brought a lot of uh, uh, growth back into the community. You know, with it being streamlined and it being made so much easier for beginner players to pick up, I think we've really seen a lot of uh, new players come into the game, just frankly. What's really great about that is, of course, we get all these new players, but it's it's bringing D&D back as a whole and the older generations get to make a comeback with that, you know, because you start off in 5e, but then your friend's like, oh, well, you should play AD&D because, you know, that was, the combat system was way more, uh, it had a lot more to it or, you know, there are a hundred different reasons why the older generations have their uh, little perks. But 5e's made it really easy and also they've added a lot of different races over the years and the different spells and the different classes and x y and z or subclasses i should say and x y and z and you know they have a lot of uh really great stuff coming out for well just for the new generation really they have a lot of great stuff coming out and with that new generational wave you're getting a lot more podcasts coming out and that's also helping out the boost of the D D community growth what we're finding is more and more podcasts coming up about for starters we're finding more and more coming out where people are playing D D, which is awesome you've got Critical Role, Adventure Zone, NADPOD. I mean, there are countless of them. 
like another little category of podcasts would be like you have people who are kind of doing what I'm doing and they're trying to bring a little bit more awareness to the D&D community and they're trying to grow the community itself and not only that but they're also doing a little bit of playing you know there's a little bit of a mix but anyway and then you have people who cover the rules and they cover how to they really go into the the overall mechanics of the game and that's pretty cool too I mean there's tons of different kinds of people doing different kinds of podcasts so that's really helping you know with the the boom of D. of course you have your mainstream mentions all right so let's talk about this in the terms of first in celebrities then in terms of the media itself so first off you're finding more and more celebrities coming out saying that they've played D and or that they like D and i mean vin diesel did an episode with critical role that was just him coming on for a half hour session. I mean, they probably played for a couple hours, edited it down, but he comes in for, and they play a half hour session. They put it on their, on their channel and it probably has to be one of the most watched videos. I can only imagine. And you know, all these people who are coming out and saying, you know, like, like Mike Myers says he plays, he's played D and D and you've got people like Stephen Colbert, even Anderson Cooper, uh, Kevin Smith. I think I heard somewhere, Stephen King, even. I mean, the list of players who have, I mean, the list of celebrities who have also played D and D is is actually pretty astonishing. And uh, of course, you know, with show with that show, Harmon Quest, you're seeing a couple more D and D celebrities. So that's kind of cool too. I would like to see more interaction with the community and celebrities. I mean, I'm sure that I mean it. It we're we're such a big audience, the D and D community. We're thousands of players. I mean. I don't know. I just think that we're such a big fan base that we're kind of like worth gaining the attention from for celebrities. But anyway, I, I mean, we've also seen more and more TV shows like uh, Stranger Things, obviously being the big one that's come out with it. And um, the community had an episode where they played D&D. South Park recently had an episode with D&D involved in it. And just more and more shows coming out with D&D involvement, as well as, of course, D&D's pumped out some movies in the past. And there was that one with I think one of the, one of the Lions brothers was in the one of the D and D movies. Yeah, Marlon Lyons was in one of the movies, and it's just so funny the people who get involved with this, you know. And of course, the the more fantasy TV shows that come out too. I'm sure Game of Thrones brought a huge following to D and D, you know. And it's just stuff like that that really helps boost the community. I, that's really the community gaining strength is truly just so important in ways that I can't even. I can't even stress. I mean, we've already talked about the expansion of the community as far as the content that the community puts out. But let's talk about, well, first off, we haven't even talked about the physical content. First off, I don't know if you've seen any of that merchandise online, but it is freaking crazy what people are coming up with. Different badass dice towers, different game tables. Oh, man. The the D&D stores that are coming out are just fascinating. And then... Of course, you have game shops that are popping up here and there. I mean, my mall has the games galore, and that's that's pretty cool, you know. I wish we had more game stores in town. At any rate, um, or when you think about all the different stores the D&D communities put out, then that, it, it's creating jobs. The community is, it, we're creating jobs for other gamers. Another community strength comes in the form of development. I mean, the developers are listening to what we say, you know. They know when we want something. And they try their best to make it doable for us. The bigger that our community voice gets, the more and more cool shit that not only the community is going to pump out, but also the developers. So when the developers 
have more voices to listen to and they have many more ideas, we're going to see a lot more things take off. I mean, who knows? New modules based off of community ideas. I mean, I'm sure all of them probably are a little bit to an extent, you know, like influence kind of affects developers. Your environment and what you expose yourself to changes the way the creators think. I'm sure that they're like, okay, well, the players want this. And so I want to kind of incorporate that with my own idea. But we can kind of get that developer train rolling. There is just a huge, huge, huge upside to the community having a big voice and they can pump out their own content and you find new games, new tabletop role-playing games popping up because of the comeback of D&D itself. Pathfinders 2.0, that's pretty insane, and that just happened a few months ago. And um, Actually, I think it was more close to like six months, somewhere in the three to six-month range now. The, the crew over at Wizards of the Coast has decided to make up, you know, I think it's something like five more games. Dark Alliance is the new one with featuring Drizzt Warden, but a couple of their old games are being remastered. Like five or six new games are coming out in the next year or two. Games are being constantly in development by them. And now when they pull that video game crowd, if they do well with Dark Alliance, that could transfer a whole nother percentage of the video game portion into the D&D community. You know, and jumping back to celebrity mentions, I also forgot that Wendy's even made a module. It was based heavily off of a uh, fifth edition. Not exactly though. I guess that's more of a mainstream mention than a celebrity shout out. And the Arby's Dice Tower Cups? I mean, and dice? What is going on? Everybody's picking up on D&D lately. But anyways, of course you have your typical fantasy games too that are also pulling people into the D&D community, you know? And the local high schools around here have D&D clubs. I don't know about your guys' local high schools, but I'm also hearing stories online about schools that have allowed teachers to do like a D&D, like a little session of their class or a BD&D, you know, like they're bringing up little, little campaigns for like, maybe like a few days to a week or something like that, you know, but just the different ways that it's getting involved with everybody. I mean, we're at a point where D&D is everywhere, but you look at the video games within the last uh, 10 or 15 years or so that have been big. And uh, you think about your, your Elder Scrolls series, or you think about your Dragon Ages or Dark Souls, Games where you have these epic uh, player characters as well as NPCs, the NPCs that you don't get to play and the characters that you'd love to get the chance to interact with and roleplay as a little bit more, but you don't get to in the game, you get to do that in D&D. And that brings up a new wave of players. More people get to kind of build really awesome characters now based off of media. Not only the fantasy style games, you know, you can make... You know, the beauty about D&D is that you're weaving a story. It doesn't necessarily have to be a medieval fantasy story. It can be, like, set in a low magic world. It can be set in a futuristic steampunky kind of world. You know, I mean, you can pull, you can take from games like Fallout. You can take from games like Final Fantasy. I mean, it, like I've been saying earlier, you can convert anything into D&D. If you like it, you can convert it. You can put it into the game. I can't even think of, I can't even count the amount of items that I've created. I'm sure, I'm, I'm positive that half of them at least were formed from some, something I'd already seen in pop culture. I mean, everybody wants a lightsaber in D&D or a portal gun or some other stupid shit you have to say no to. But if you want to be nice and let them do it, D&D gives you the option to let you build your own items and your own uh, characters. 
I just really like to see all the new stuff that's coming out. I love to see the community growth. I love to see the community engagement. I love to watch you guys interact with each other. Oh my man, every time I go online, you guys are always helping each other out. Or if you guys aren't helping each other out, you guys are always just posting some new way to get the other person thinking about the game. Ultimately, what you have, what's going on is a D&D movement. With the way that it is now, the way that we're set up, you can, first off, there's never been a bigger following for D&D. It affects everybody in the whole get-go. It affects podcasters. Well, first off, it affects entrepreneurs who love gaming because now they have the freedom to go become podcasters or streamers or game shop owners or online game shop owners. You know, I mean, what the internet's done for us is it's created jobs and D&D has created jobs. So the two of those together have ultimately created very happy career choices for some people. You know, ultimately what I'm getting at is that it, well, it affects everybody. It affects podcasters, like I said, the streamers, like I've met, like I've said, but it mostly affects the DMs and the players because they're finding all these new resources coming up now because of all the jobs the D&D community's created. And if, uh, if you're thinking about starting up a podcast or a streaming channel or a game shop, you know, the internet makes the platforms that are out now make it really easy for you to do so. I mean, if you go on to Anchor, you can start a podcast today and it you literally only need your phone. That's all it takes. And if you have uh and if you're if you have a laptop and you have a mic and you want to do a little bit better work, you know, you can go pay for Adobe Audition like I do and or you can get you can go even further than I do and you can get a whole professional setup going. But I mean, I'm just starting out like a lot of you guys are. And, um, and you can go on OBS if you're looking to stream open broadcast systems and these apps, they just make it so easy for, Oh, and if you're looking to start a game, a game store, Shopify, there is an app for just about everything nowadays. And, and Anchor is great for people who are podcasting because it distributes your podcast for you and it also allows ad supporting and it's there's a lot to it. You guys should check it out if you're if that's something you're thinking about. But because of how easy it is, we're seeing just a lot of great media come out. I mean, if I look at all these podcasts that I've listened to and all these pages that I've followed, all these Facebook groups I've come across, I mean, it's so crazy to think of all the people who are starting up. It's truly phenomenal. The jobs are there and the customers are there and the listeners are there and the, the everybody is fucking there. So go out there and get what you want, man. This is the best time to do it in this awesome community. This is the this is the game of the century for it to happen for. And now with the ease of access, really the only thing stopping us is our own kind of doubts. In summary, you've got this great movement of community where the player base is growing and then if you're somebody who wants a podcast stream xyz and this is the best time for you to do it but you know it's just been great watching the community grow in these ways that we've talked about and and that's uh that's mostly what i wanted to get across here is that the community is making a comeback we're, we're coming back we're growing here we're making we're making moves out here to where we can get more and more of our friends into playing we're filling up that table guys and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much all I've got for you guys today. I just want to talk to you guys a little bit about why that's so incredible to me. You know, if you guys have any questions or anything you guys would like to talk about, give me an email, uh, dmgtmv at outlook.com. And we're on Instagram and we're on 
We're on Instagram and TikTok as DMGTMV. We're on Facebook and Twitter, Dungeon Master's Guide to the Multiverse. If you guys like what I'm doing and you want to see how I'm doing this and you want to check it out a little bit more on LinkedIn, I'm posting a little bit there too about what I'm doing. Uh, It's Michael Herzer, E-A-L. It's a big world out there and I like to see us all getting involved. Well, I hope to hear from you guys soon. I hope you guys all have a great Friday and a great weekend and and uh, yeah, hopefully this weekend you guys are all rounding up your friends and playing some D&D. All right, everybody. Take care. This has been your host, Michael Herzer, and we are out.